chicken licking. Finger licking good? Uh, uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. <laughs> Welcome to the Chick Lick Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Book Boyfriend by Claire Kingsley. I definitely said chick lick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chicken licking. Finger licking good? Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> And we just lost every new listener. Well, Bye, guys. I mean, we can talk about it because it's in the book. It's in the book. It's, and it's in the book. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> the key and, key and Peele sketch about Gremlins 2. No. And it's in the movie. <laughs> I will send it to you. And you Please can watch do. it on one of our breaks. Oh my so God. So funny. It's about like developing all the different gremlins. Can there be a lady gremlin? Boobs, boobs, <laughs> boobs, something, something, something. It's in the movie. <laughs> little little gremlin, but JJ, it's in the movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> oh, I love it. Oh, my God. My dear. Yeah. Tell me something good. Um, it's really been a week around here. Um, but um the my absolute favorite um thing from this week is that we got another Taylor Swift re-release. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. No, no, listen. I know that you're not a huge Swifty at all. Okay, but yeah. Here's why I think you'll appreciate that she's doing this. It is that she wanted to own her own music. She right. wanted to own her masters. And her old record label would not let her do it. Right. They said right. you can earn it back with every album you release. So you release album six or seven and you can have one of the albums back. And she was like, okay, so then I have to tie myself into another six record contract and then i don't own the six i just recorded right 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 right. so she was like fuck that i'm out um and then they sold her masters to someone who bullied her and so she was like absolutely not and so she is re-recording all of her previously released records in order to devalue the old ones and she has it because it's like she has the ability to do that because it's her intellectual property, right? Um, because under contract, she is able to re-record after X number of years. Okay, okay. So got it, got like uh, the first so for five, her, it's, like, it's public domain for her. Like, for her, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like it. she is allowed. She's legally allowed to do this now. So essentially, she's doing covers of her own stuff. Yeah, kind of. Well, but I like, think it's pretty genius. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely because yeah. then she owns all of this now, and what she is literally doing is devaluing the old versions, which means that that fucker who bullied her doesn't get to make money off of her. Yeah, I like that. So, dude, yeah, so. yes, like she's literally taking her power back from men who stole it from her, and so she's like, "Fuck that! I just get this is what I get to do now because I." I'm super talented and have a shit ton of money. There you go. Hey, man. And I think it's great. So Speak Now, Taylor's version is out and it's very good. I also like, I think you'll appreciate this as a singer. Like, we know, me and you, because we have done the voice lessons, that your a woman's voice doesn't really mature until mm-hmm. 
you're in like your late 20s. Yeah. And so for her, the um, records that she has re-released thus far, she probably recorded between the ages of like, I don't know, 17 and 25. Mm-hmm. So her voice sounds totally different right? right. on the re-records than they did on the originals. And it's really, I enjoy hearing the differences because I can also hear that the way she's singing is healthier and safer, like Mm -hmm. for her voice than it was like, you know, in 2010 or whatever. Right. It's fun. Two two things. Yeah. One is... I know I've mentioned, I think maybe it was even last episode about this uh, fucking YouTuber that needs to get, like, he's been canceled and he's trying to come back and he should stay fucking canceled. His name is Shane Dawson. And I bring him up because he, these two guys did like a commentary on this video that Shane Dawson did um, parodying blank space. Oh, is that mm -hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Where he's pretty much her stalker. That's gross. And, they were kind of like all the both of the guys were so flabbergasted, like they're like to do this knowing that she's had that she's horrible, had multiple stalkers, horrible stalkers. Yes, is disgusting. Yes, and they go on it, and I was like hearing the the song, you know, hearing the song, and I was like, this is kind of a bop, and then it was not his song, but like his parody of the song. I was like, it made me want to go back and listen to the original, the actual song, the yeah. actual song, and I was like, this song's actually a fucking bop. I like it. Yeah, Blank Space is actually one of my favorite songs from her. It's it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, so you can uh, if it gives you one more reason to hate Shane Dawson, besides the fact that he's he and his, his partner are having twins right now, and he has multiple allegations of, and and there's vi- film of him sexualizing children. Gross. Cool. Yeah. Um, second thing was, I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> Um, at one point, one of Taylor Swift's stalkers literally broke into her house in New York, like broke in and laid in her bed. Cool. Well, the video that he makes is literally like he gets into her house. That's disgusting. Yep. He might kill her at the end of it. Just saying. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? I, I hate it here. But- yeah, I don't know if the other thing was, but... Okay. So. Well, if you think of it, you let me know. I don't know. I'll, let you, I'll give you a little ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, Ray? Yeah? Tell me something good. Um... Hmm. <laughs> I... I don't really have anything, because, again, yeah, like, for you, too, for me, too, this fucking week was been a, a week. This week. week was a month. Um, yep. The having like the holiday on a Tuesday also really fucked with my mind. I screamed so many times on Fourth of July. They were setting fireworks off at four o'clock in the afternoon. What the fuck is wrong with you people? You know what? You're the problem. It's you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't really have much because I worked. I worked. All of it. Mm. I worked. Oh, you told me you were going to be doing that. Yeah, I do this here. I have a funny story that I have from the vet's office because it. I was fucking flabbergasted. It'll make you hate people even more. But oh, great. I, I can't wait. Happy, it's supposed to be a happy thing, but it's just let me vent for a second. That'll be yep. my 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 bright spot. Sure. So I ta- I had my 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 kids at the vet for their you their, their yearly to <laughs> get all their shots and stuff, and 
they're not too awful. I mean, they had to go <laughs> muscle them in the back to do their nails. Oh my and god! I, which just was, I wondered if that's what they had to do to do their nails before, because I never heard anything. Like I didn't hear any like the usual like ah! like scowler monkey screaming in the background. And I guess there was a note in their their file. It's like they have to muzzle them, which I knew that that's probably what they had to do. Yeah, because they scream. Because yeah. FYI, guys, Shiva scream. Um, you sent so, me videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not them per se, in per se but right. others. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, you know, every time you go to the vet's office, you know, there's like there's a process. You go and you get your, you know, you do the stuff with the vet. Then you wait because they're they're doing processing your your stuff in the back, and then they bring mm-hmm. it up. So you have a little bit of yeah. wait, like between your appointment and paying. Mm-hmm. So. There was a whole fuck ton of dogs in the the waiting room. So I'm like, and it was warm outside. But what I did is I just, I put them in the car. They're latched in so that they can't like jump out the windows or anything. So I just rolled the windows down, all mm-hmm. of the windows. So they had air. I could see them. I knew it wasn't going to be long. It wasn't going to be more than 10 minutes. So I'm standing there and there's this fucking bitch. She's Uh-oh. got this dog and she's like, she comes to the counter. I hope she. I hope for some reason that she's a listener and she hears this. Um, <laughs> she comes up to the fucking counter and she's like, "I need to leave." She's right. She's shaking. She's just had enough of this today. And I'm looking at the dog. The dog's just chill. <laughs> like if 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 I can like be like that low rider. <laughs> like, like, the dog just kind of like chilling. I was like, I looked at the dog and the dog looked at me and I'm like. Oh, you're human's an asshole. Mm. Um, so I'm standing there and just, and I'm doing my, I'm just standing waiting. I'm looking out the window and I, I know this. I know this is what's going to happen. I am a human. I understand the interaction. I understand the transaction that, that is going to happen. This mm-hmm. bitch, on the other hand, is losing her goddamn mind. She's like, I need to leave. I need to leave now. She's done here. We've been here for two hours. She needs to leave. We need to leave. She's shaking. And I'm like, no, you're shaking, bitch. You fucking nut. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I shouldn't say that. Um, you very nice person. Um, and I think we know she's not a nice person. No, but she's like screaming at the lady behind the desk, and the lady That's behind the desk is like, "Just not like, yeah, just like stop lady, it." Right? She's like, "Can can you wait just a few minutes?" She's like, "They're they're getting your bill. I can't check you out without your paperwork." And she's like, "We need to leave. We need to leave." I and so she's like, "You, you just, get, you know, she's don't you have medication that you need to like take with you?" She's like, "We'll pick it up later. We'll pick it up later." She's like, "Can you just stop and wait?" Do you need a and, Xanax? Right, because I need one after this. So she's like, "I see her coming with your medication," and so the girl lady comes up uh, and talks to her about the medication again. I'm not listening. I have no idea what's going on. So. The lady's like, all I hear, all of a sudden I hear, well, we need to leave. She's like, I need to check this medication into the system. I just came out to tell you how to to use it, to, you know, to apply it or whatever. And she's like, but I still need to put this on your chart. And she's like, we need to leave now. My mom's in a nursing home and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Which is, what is happening? Did, 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 did you, I hope you just popped popcorn and like kicked your feet up and just waited. I did. I just did. I, it was one of those moments where I literally visibly just laughed. I went <laughs> like, like that guy in the chair that was like the, the, the gif of that guy watching that, like what's going on and laughing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was me like the fuck. 
And so th- th- as she's trying, this poor, like the poor dog's like, I don't know what's happening. And the lady at the desk is like, can we at least get your credit card so that we, we can bill you for this? Or like, we can get a number. She's like, no, no, I gotta leave. I'll, I'll, I'll be on here on Saturday. And just leaves. And I'm just standing there going, this bitch just like fucking died and dashed a vet's bill, man. Guys, that's unless uh, your mother's dying at that point. There's no reason to be like this woman. What? That I right? I literally don't know what to say. I went up and cuz very couple minutes later they called my name to go up and like pay the bill, which was huh, a lot of money anyhow. Mm-hmm. It I that's when I think I started getting the headache that was like right behind my eye. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just looked at the lady. I go, what a day you're having. I'm so sorry. And she, and I just said, I am so sorry. I go, people are awful. And she goes, thank you for understanding. And I'm like, I got you girl. Um, I was at target last week and I just needed to like return a couple things and, um, like shirts that I just didn't really like once I got them home and put them on. Um, so I like hand my stuff and I was like, I know this is annoying, but like, I can't, I can't log into my target circle because I don't have a phone. Like it's dead. Mm. So I was like, I do you guys do still do like the receipt look up like on the, like with your, the credit card or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I was like, perfect. So put my little card in the reader. In the meantime, next to me, there is a, like, the store manager is explaining the return policy <laughs> to this couple. And, like, I, they must have had to make a change or something about the way that they do exchanges or returns or, like, whatever. And Oh, is I, someone carrying carrying out? Oh, my God. They were like, yeah, but we don't want the money to go back on the credit card. Like, we want it to be, like put back like put on a gift card and she was like i understand but i can't do do that because it's already done i can't void that it's already done and uh they were like you void i know you've voided things in the past why can't you just void this and she's like she was like i because i can't like i could go into the system right now and try and do that but it won't let me do it target has changed the policy and i can't do that and she was like, well, we didn't, we just wanted it back on a gift card because, you know, like now she doesn't have like the money because it was a gift or like whatever. And she was like, I understand that. Not my problem. It also, it doesn't change the policy. Like she didn't say that to them, but like in my mind, I was like, that doesn't, it, that doesn't help matters just so you know. Yeah. Um, and they then, weren't thinking of you in particular when they, they made were, that new rule. No, they were not. They were like, and, hey, fucking so-and-so over and wherever. Uh, I'm going to fuck you in the future. Right. And then she was, they were like, well, we didn't know that that was the policy. That's uh, not part of Target's fault. That's not, that doesn't change the policy either. Right. And so in the meantime, I'm just like standing here, like returning my shit, like moving on. And and the lady's like, do you want a receipt? And I was like, no, I don't. Like, it, it'll go back on my credit card and I'm I'm good. I'm I'm happy. Like, this is just all I needed. Uh, you know, I'm and she say- looks at me and she goes, thank you. And I'm sorry. And she like subtly tilted her head like toward the couple that was causing yeah. all the problems. And I was like, you're really fine. I'm I'm set. I'm going to go now. <laughs> like holy shit 
having, for the two of us having worked in uh, in retail, yeah. I'm going to put a blanket statement out to our audience here, and I'm sure you'll back me up on this. It does not matter what you think your uh, is the if something. It, <clears throat> those people who work behind the desk or are working for you are they are not one like you know to do your bidding one correct correct two they are living human fucking beings with feelings and you know they can have bad days too it's whatever but can you just not be an asshole just be nice to them not be an asshole a lot of these people this is a part-time job for them Mm -hmm. like a second job they don't want to have a second job but they do Mm -hmm. and or this is their full-time job and And they also didn't make the policy no matter who they are they did not make that policy the store manager did not make that policy you you're fucking like the way that you're treating them is not going to one endear them to want to help you right. one two doesn't look like you think that you're being superior here everyone around you knows you're an asshole <laughs> so enjoy that in hell cool it, I, I feel that way about like every customer service person whether you're on the phone or you're in person like people at call centers don't fucking yell at them they didn't no. have anything to do with this I, in fact, it's a couple of times I have lost my cool and I've literally said, I am so sorry. This is not your fault. This is on me for yeah. being angry. I said, it's not you. It's just I'm getting upset about the runaround that I'm getting for certain things. I mm-hmm. said, but it's not you. And I am so sorry. Um, usually it has to do with like, you know, a utility. Insurance. Bill. Oh, OK. <laughs> same, same thing. Both. Uh, one time I did uh, yell at a customer service person on the phone. Um, I don't know if it was it if it was insurance or if it was express scripts, but it was like the same kind of deal where it was just like the run around and like the back and forth and stuff. Um, and I yelled, um, I'm not asking for boner pills. I'm literally asking for medication to make my lungs work. <laughs> when I laughed, my eyes like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was super funny. <laughs> those boner pills would have been easier to get, Michael, I do. I mean, they give those things out as candy. I right? know. It's like... Covered it by rain. every single insurance plan. Yeah. Make it rain with, with dicks. Fuck that. All right. Um, I guess that's our uh, customer service, public service announcement. <laughs> yeah. Be nice to the people who are yeah. taking your fucking phone call. Yeah, because, you know, they don't want to be here either. <laughs> no, do. they don't. No. They don't. No. You know, what's really great is when you're working at a winery and there's a whole bunch of drunks. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And you try to talk some sense into some drunks. Anywho. Fine. So, I have something for you. Um, I think the name. Uh, is this our new segment? This is our new segment. With its would new like... name? Yeah, would you like to tell people what it is? Welcome, everyone, to Toys for Twats. <laughs> 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 love it Cannot oh wait. this one doesn't work okay uh by the way i think i hear fireworks right now why um, why so i have some delicious things for you today oh god it scares me to use the word delicious i have such sights to show you um uh give me one second okay i do want to make it clear to our beautiful listeners today is not the fucking fourth of july uh no it's Guess what, uh, it's actually know. the eighth in 
the year 2023. <laughs> the you know, 8th of July. It, it wasn't the 4th of July on Memorial Day either when they oh, decided mm-hmm. to do this right. shit too. Mm-hmm. Cool, guys. Cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm fixing my wig. Give me one second. Okay. <laughs> I'm fixing my wig. I love that one. All right. Thank you. Um, okay. So I'm trying to decide which one to send you first. Oh, this oh one. Definitely this one. So this, there's oh, actually two of them. Oh, um, uh, there's it. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one. And this is <gasps> your inhalation right there was perfect. So wow, this is a zombie mouth flashlight and zombie vagina flashlight. What is great about? Oh my it? god! Oh my god! Hang on, did uh, did you? Uh, wait. Oh my god, there's an animation. Um and a ruler. How about okay, so this is um called the zombie necro feel ya. F E E L Y A. Oh god. Okay. You can actually customize the inside of it. Oh, of course you can. View ruler and thrust thrust animation dice. <laughs> Start thrusting. But oh. it's just a slider bar. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, oh, hang on. Speed. Oh, my God. Very fast. Your length set. Oh, I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> wow. Um, I'll read you the overview. <clears throat> I don't understand why this is a thing. Like, start thrusting. Why? I I'm d- just I watching a slider bar go back and go forth. Go back and forth and just highlight what's the inside. Because you can have, like, all these different insides, which you can pick, like... Uh, if you go to the so this is from Flesh Assist is the the uh, website. If you go to Flesh Assist, you'll see they have tons like 181 different insides for this, like different textures and stuff. So this overview is fucking your brains out may not be the best idea, but how could you resist? Made with Fleshlight's patented super skin material in stunning detail, your dead knights will now appear now always be living. Oh, God. <clears throat> because the zombie canal is very tight, and because wider chambers and interstices for the accumulation of vacuum are non-existent, the suction is just mediocre. Nevertheless, after several back-and-forth moments, movements, my God, my brain, a pleasant suction effect becomes apparent, which has a positive impact on the overall stimulation. So for those who cannot see, it is like a zombie mouth with teeth. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. looks like it's like, ah. Um, and then the other thing is like a regular fleshlight, but it looks like decayed. Uh. Uh-huh. 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 Um, okay. Um, here's another one. This animation is is not it, you guys. Uh, they have like red versus yellow zones of like where it feels the, most, the best. Maybe the most suction. Oh god. I oh. Whoa. So <laughs> currently unavailable, but if it was, 
This would be the sex flesh double fister dong. So on one side of the dong is like is a hand doing that, like that appears to only have four fingers. It's underneath the thumb. The smallest one is underneath the thumb. I don't know about that. I mean, it's not the best. Uh, I don't want this. So, and then the other side of the dong, it's like a, it's like a backward C shape, and then the other side is an actual fist. Oh so God. it's like if you were being I'm closing like, the curtain behind me. <laughs> it's like I need you were being, my fucking neighbors to see this. It's like, like we're penetrating you with like its fingers one way, and the other one is then the full out fist. So you could have it, like you could just use one one at a time, or you can have one in your bum and one in your vagina at the same time. I don't want that. <laughs> um, we don't know whether or not this will be back in stock. Enjoy some hardcore probing with this double fister dong. Uh, is there a, a description? Hold on. Let me see if there's a description. Oh, there's reviews, though. Whoa! Oh, thank God. Did you, did you see the first picture there? It is It oh is God, coming no. out of me. <laughs> our, our CV. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like a um, grave digger thing. Like, my daughter yeah. has that. Oh, my God. Two for one. Cut it in half. <laughs> oh, Christ. It's like next to a, another child's toy. Like, this is yeah. literally... Yeah, okay, oh, so god. the third Oh, oh my god, did you read it? Not that one. I brought this other one. I H- Hang on. So my nephew, little baby Barble Chaps, received a toy that looks like a double-sided dildo with wheels from my stepmom. <gasps> what? Oh, oh, I get it. Okay. Still. Oh god. Okay. So, okay. Here's the one I like. This I think this needs more accurate measurements because I love double penetration, but this just too this is just too much. This thing is huge. My husband and I are still working on getting the entire hand in my butt. <laughs> I'm sure we will ever fit the other hand in my vagina at the same time. I think this needs more accurate measurements because I love double penetration, but this is just too much. <laughs> I mean, go good on you, man. I mean, cool. What's it? Is it made out of silicone? I think so. God, I hope so. This piece is heavy. I cut mine into two just so <laughs> I could wield it. Plus, it's more manageable to store discreetly. Let me go, go ahead. It arrived. Also, it arrived on a very hot day, wrapped in a, in a sealed plastic, black plastic bag. Oh, God. <laughs> it came in a trash bag. I just oh, uh, I opened it up and then I didn't even wash it off or anything. And it, it came in a black plastic bag and a long rectangular box about as big as my leg. Oh, it was chemical smelly with stickiness Uh-oh. all over the piece inside the bag. Nope. 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 You know what happens when that comes? That comes. I'm not coming for one. I am going to, I am going to just return to sender on that bitch. Um, although my luck, I'd have to take it over to Kohl's over here. Uh, on the, cause they've got the Amazon drop off. Could you fucking oh my imagine, God. Can you imagine sending this back to Amazon? I got the Kohl's drop off, and they have to take it out of the box to see the 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 product. The oh item. my God! Do they really? Sometimes they do. They want to at least see. Yeah, like it, make if sure that like you're returning what you say you're the, returning. Right. So you're not sending a like you know a double fisted dildo uh, instead of like uh, a box of you know bolts. 
doesn't Amazon say that they like why okay let me put it this way why does Amazon get weird about uh, some sex things and not others like I'm just looking at row after row of dildos I think because um I don't know honestly I I I don't know wow this one this uh this is uh graphic wow this one I wasn't even this one is fucking graphic uh this is uh here I'll send this one over that it's um, two point six seven diameter thick, oh, yes. huge mm-hmm. dildo, realistic silicone dildos. What I'm wondering is why it has, yes, cum yes, spewing down the side of it. Yep. When it Same. doesn't, in on any of the co- the like the cartoon or like the pictures on the side, mm-hmm. that's a huge ass. That is a diet coke sized dong. Yeah, that is pretty huge. I do not want. Do not want, do not want that inside me. I would not, I do not want it on a train. I do not I do want it. I would not want it on a plane. <laughs> do not want to hang it from a chain. Um, so there's that. And oh, I have I'm one more. I'm scared by this one. Okay. Why does it look like this? If I were with a dude and he whipped it out and this is what it looked like, I, I, I might need to leave. Ah, Jesus. That's like old man dong. It's not even old man dong. That's I don't like, even think so. Like, it's why is there so much extra skin on it? I don't know. It needs some plastic surgery. It oh it does. God. It's also next to a can. In oh. one of those pictures. What is happening? Uh, I don't. I don't want it. Oh my I, god! I, it just gets worse. What? Uh, what was your other one? Uh, <laughs> I'm so scared. Ah, sorry. <laughs> okay, here. This one's at least funny. Oh my god, there's like ropes on this one. Sending this to you. Okay. What the fuck? So for those those fans of The Office who also want to get fucked, oh here's my a god. pink diamond single magic ball, purple. So it's a giant bouncy ball, like you would use, like if you were working out. It's like a hippity or, hop with handles. It's it's hippity hop with handles and a giant dildo is attached. How long so, is that thing? I don't know. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's also, let's see, um, description. Wait, it also says style vibrator. Oh, wow. This thing Does is it new. vibrate? It's the reason it's $140. Yeah. The length is, what is the length and width of the dildo? The length is six inches and width is normal size. I don't normal have the exact size. size. Thank you, customer Thank questions you. and answers. Yeah. Normal What's the size. best way to clean this or, or the recommended way to clean this? The best and the quickest way to clean it is soap and warm water, dipshit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the reviews with images are great. Uh, I guess this thing comes with, so the package that <laughs> it it's the package is two women, um, um, naked, like two women with like bikini bottoms and they're touching each other's butt. Uh-huh. I don't understand how that has anything to anything do with this. To do, yeah. Because it's not a like it's 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 not a couple's play toy like it would be hard for both of you to be on it and only right. one of you is going to be enjoying it at the time like to its full potential. Poor handle placement. 
I am. You know what? I'm agreeing with that one. Agree with that one. Um, it's a lot of funny. You may get some exercise from it. Okay. Okay. I mean. I, uh, uh, I I mean I would do I would seriously get this as a gag gift for somebody if it wasn't a hundred and forty dollars. Right. Like if I if I had, you know, stupid YouTuber money, I would, but Wow. Uh not very yeah. practical. Shocking. No, I mean These are very sturdy but very intimidating and where the handles are make it difficult to bounce. It would be funny if there was a porn parody of The Office and someone had this and it was like Dwight mm-hmm. bouncing on it and then Jim just went over and put a pair of scissors into it. <laughs> oh my God, there's another one. Okay, wow. Yeah, this is, uh, I, can I say how much I love this sex segment? Sexment? Sex? Sexment. <laughs> God. This is so fascinating. I oh there's one there's a um it's got a happy smiley face on it. What everyone needs from their oh, sex this toys. One does, this one doesn't have this one doesn't have a dildo on it. It's just a hippity hop. Oh okay. Do y'all it, remember that episode of South Park where um for some reason oh I know why um uh Stan's dad uh, Randy was like he wanted to. <laughs> Um, pot was legal in um, in Colorado just like medicinally so he tries to get cancer to like get oh. so he puts oh, his balls in the microwave and his balls get so big that he uses them as a hippie hop oh god <laughs> yep wow yep. oh Jesus Um, here is just one more thing that kind of practical honestly but also I'm like can't you just use a pillow um it is, it's a pillow for, you know, positioning. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can be used in multiple scenarios. It's an inflatable ramp. Yeah. It also shows people using it as a legitimate pillow or like something to prop their laptops up on. <laughs> I don't know if I would uh, prop my laptop on the same thing I got fucked on. I don't think so. For oh- for one, I would be thinking about getting fucked on it yep. the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. There's a BDSM kit with restraints below this. This is fascinating. Plus, how, you know, my luck would be not even my luck. Just could you imagine you like using the fucking laptop and there's like cum stains all over the fucking. Oh, gross. Mm. Yeah, there's some uh, real interesting uh, dolls that are on this page, too sex toy dolls anyhow wow that that is our segment that is fun thank you for attending uh toys for twats with us yeah i actually enjoy this uh segment way more than than quizzes (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a practical segment yep um as uh i don't think we were oh god there's something at the bottom called tush kush all right um (laughs) yep I yep. once again we didn't say this at the top of the segment, but just you know, as an FYI, we are not here to kink shame anyone. No, no, uh, no we have no. we have literally no opinions about uh, what you do in the privacy of your home. Um, just, you know, provided you- you're not hurting anyone without their consent. Okay, so uh, be safe, have fun, and uh, don't tell us what you did. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> you just keep that to yourself. 
Alrighty. Yeah. And if we uh, cr- <laughs> turned you on to something that you want to try or did try, more power to you. Okay. Yeah, we just don't want to know. It. We no, just don't just... need to know about it. It's all. No. Um, do I want to maybe develop some sort of affiliate relationship with people? Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, unless you have a <laughs> unless unless you have a store that sells such things and you want us to roast it, we will be happy to roast it a little bit. Or just talk about the fascinating things we find. Yeah. Even if we're not I mean, roasting it. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, we would be nice. I, I can't yeah. physically. I don't know if I could be mean. <laughs> yeah, we really try to not be mean here. No. No, because everybody's different. Yep. Yep. Everybody has different uh, desires and wants and all of those things. And literally, again, we don't care because it's yeah. none as of our fucking business. As long as they're business. legal. Yep. As long as they're legal and you're not hurting anyone, I don't care. Yep. Okay? Nope. You just do you. All right? You do you. Okay, so uh, let's take a brief respite, and we will come back and talk about Book Boyfriend from Claire Kingsley. Coolio. We'll be back in two and two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. (laughs) I'm stoked to talk about this book. Me too, me too, me too. Um, if you are a, uh, avid listener of the show, um, you may know that something I personally am a sucker for is when the characters in the book, even if it's just one character in the book, is a writer. <laughs> Therefore, this was fucking catnip for me. Yeah. Uh, I died multiple times in a good way. Um, so uh, at any rate, I'm happy to uh, to read the description All if right. you would like. I'd love it if you would. Okay. Would you be just about it, maybe? I would be just about it. Still one of my favorite <laughs> moments on the show. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is Book Boyfriend from Claire Kingsley, and it is the first in the Book Boyfriends series. So, uh, and it is a series of three. He's too hot for words. Mm -hmm. Mia. Alex Lawson might as well be the hottest book boyfriend imaginable. A fun, romantic, possessive, panty-melting man. And the best part? He's real. For a girl like me, a slightly awkward book addict. Slightly awkward? Um, (laughs) Alex is a dream come true. Straight off the pages of my favorite romance novels. But our story is turning into a whirlwind romance, the kind that only exists in books. Are we headed toward our own happily ever after? Or is he too good to be true? Alex, here's the thing. I'm not a bad guy. Lying to Mia wasn't part of the plan. Finding success as a romance author using a female pen name wasn't part of the plan either. But sometimes life takes unexpected turns. Like realizing the woman you're falling for is your alter ego's online best friend. Online, she thinks I'm a woman called Lexi. In person, she knows I'm all man. I want to worship her body and claim every inch of her. But if she discovers my secret, I could lose everything. Wow. Oh, I mean- Alex. Oh, 
fucking Alex. What I have to say is I actually am really happy that we can like really talk about this book besides the fact that it's an older book, but also that it spoils itself in the yeah. first the first chapter spoils the rest of the book. So. For sure. Yeah. Um this book was published uh April 4th, 2017. So like yeah, so. theoretically this book is 5 years old now. Um and there's not much to really spoil either because again, like I said, the first chapter is the end of the book, like it, not, pretty close to the end of the book. I mean, the- yeah, like the first chapter is, and I had texted you and told you about it. Like, hey, yeah. I started the book because the 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 book starts out very much like you might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Record scratch. Because the the book begins with her finding out that he is Lexi. Right. And that Lexi is him. Like, they are the same right. person. Right. Um, which, of course, throws her for a loop. And so yeah. he's like, okay, record scratch. Let's back up. Yeah. Let me tell you about this. Um, I mean, so, I don't think we will we will spoil the grand gesture that happens. Yeah, I don't want to spoil that because... It's pretty fucking awesome. And and how... She, <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, But at the same time, there's not much that's left out of that summary either. I mean, that's... Pretty much it's it. Pretty self-explanatory. I mean, the thing about, and this is something that I love about romance novels, is just that, like, yes, you know it will end happily. And something that Mr. Veronica and I talked about, he's like, yeah, okay, so you know they will all end in a happy in a happy way. Doesn't that get boring? No, nope. because the number of ways that you get there is equal to, if not greater than. The number of differences in the characters that you are reading, which is the same as like in real life with the number of people and personalities and weird quirks and like trying to make a relationship work between two people. It's a challenge regardless. So like me reading the same like the quote same happy ending. It's not like it's never the same because Mm -hmm. all of the characters are different. Yeah. Um. At least in like a well done book, which this one is, um, maybe less so in a book that's not well done. Um, <laughs> regardless, uh, this is one of the former. This book is very well done. Um, so there's not like you know right off the bat that that he's lying to her. Right. She right. doesn't know. Right, and it but ratchets he knows. up the tension for certain. It absolutely does because there's even like as the reader you know that he has slipped yeah but mia doesn't notice yeah that what special panties special panties so uh and the thing is like it i don't know how you felt but when when this scene comes to fruition later Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it not as heartbreaking Mm mm-hmm and I think a part of that is because at the very beginning, we start off from Alex's perspective. So we're starting oh, yeah. off with him mm-hmm. saying, like, the love of my life is, like, breaking up with me. The love of my life, like, I'm losing her. Yeah. And then when in real time, because, like, you know, we're starting off at the breakup and then, like, going back to yeah. the beginning of like how they met and how this happened and how he became a romance author in the first place. And um, when we find out in quote real time 
it's from her perspective, which I thought was so a great decision on Kingsley's part, because Mm -hmm. then you get to you get to see both sides of that. Yeah. So you experience his dread. And his like just sinking stomach feelings. And then you get to experience her shock. And like just pure devastation. Very smart. She did this very well. Oh, and, and the grand, the grand gesture is so fucking smart. So fucking so good. Fucking smart. Don't worry, we're gonna talk about it again later. Yeah. Uh. Um. Okay. So uh, the way we review books on this sh- on this show, um, is would you like to tell? You usually talk about this. Oh, I can do it. It's a compliment sandwich, guys. So the oh, top bun is something we like. Oh my god. We. <laughs> I just had a creamsicle. Um. Uh. The- <laughs> Uh, it was a creamy dreamy summer um the top bun is something we liked about the book wow (laughs) nearly spit my wine everywhere i saw we haven't said that in a while we have it 1776 um christ um the meat is something we didn't like as much about the book Mm -hmm. and then we like to end on a high note with the bottom bun is another pro Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I want a burger. I am not mad at the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been listening to Knowledge Fight lately. It's just been too much. Yeah, yeah. These they've been doing the Tucker Carlson show, and I can't handle that. Uh, I can't handle that shit. Um, okay. Would you like to go first, my love? Sure, I will definitely. Um, because I sure one of this this might be one of your top or bottom buns. You'll have to let me know. Um. Mia, I love how just adorable she is. She's just such a, I don't know, just awkward as fuck and just but lovable. I mean, you can't help like her. I was worried at first I wasn't going to just because of how like the summary's written a little bit, a little bit like what kind of personality is she going to have? Mm-hmm. And but she just I should again like. That's one thing I will say for Claire Kingsley. She writes these characters that are like she she does these quirky characters that you can't help but like, and I think other other authors wouldn't be able to handle as well. Um, sure. Mia is very much like you can, and it's fodder for romantic uh, like a romantic comedy movie. Like you, I can see th- this character on screen like just bumbling just constantly knocking stuff over mm-hmm. or like bumbling stuff like she is just i mean but at the same time it's just a good heart um and confident when i when, and i really liked the connection that she has with alex because as soon as she becomes comfortable with alex or she's in his presence for long enough all of that awkwardness kind of like calms Mm-hmm. And she's not as clumsy and she's not as like, she doesn't run at the mouth like she does through most of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that he has that effect on her. Yeah. Um, but she's just such a good character. Like she's very much, she will probably be one of my favorite heroines for this year. Probably. She's so great. She, she is. really is. I love that. She's a total fucking klutz. Yep. And I also love that. Um, Alex, like, he literally catches her from mm-hmm. falling on multiple occasions. Like he's just very in tune with who with, she yeah. is and just yep. her mannerisms. And so when she's like about to fall on her face, like he just catches her. Yep. 
and it's just sweet like she she really is she's a great character mia's awesome I found, and I found, I related a lot to her and just in general, like, because I'm a fucking klutz myself, but also, and I run at the mouse sometimes when I'm nervous. Oh my um, God. But she also loves to write book reviews. And I was like, she word. Sure and then she even she says, does. she goes, I, she doesn't like to write ones for the ones she doesn't like. I'm like, well, actually I do really like to write ones for the ones I don't like. Cause then I just usually shut up. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun. Not, yeah. Not, not, I don't, I try to be nice at least and try to be nice about it. But yeah. So I felt a little kinship with her. Um, yeah oh for sure yeah um at one point here let me find where oh god cancel don't delete um of course it won't show it to me um there's a few annotations uh there's a part where it won't show it to me but it says she says why does my mouth do this to me because she her mouth like you were saying like her mouth just fucking runs um it won't show me like the full context. I don't know why it's not going there. Thanks, Kindle app. Um, and that I will say also continues into the second book, which we will talk about later. But like the in the second book, she'll even like start talking, and she does it many times in this book where she'll say like a couple words, dot dot dot, and then a couple different words, dot dot dot, and then she like takes a deep breath, and then she like says what she means to say. Yeah, and I think for. I think I think in so many ways Mia is relatable to every bookworm. Yeah. That feels awkward in public. Yeah. Or feels awkward in person even, you know, yeah. like and she even says that because she's like a secret book reviewer, like she has a pretty successful blog where she yeah. talks about books and uh that's how she knows Alex's alter ego, Lexi Logan. Mm-hmm. And uh, she feels more comfortable talking to Lexi over like Facebook Messenger than she ever does talking to like people in person. Right. And right. I feel that. She has, there's in her, <laughs> this exchange that she has when she meets um alex's sister for the first time which is hysterical she's like she comes up to the house and it says her face breaks into a wide smile hi you must be mia she holds out her hand i'm kendra it's so nice to finally meet you i take her hand be cool mia don't say anything stupid wow you look just you look just like alex i mean you don't look like a guy you're very feminine but you have the same eyes they're very pretty not that alex's eyes has pretty not that alex has pretty eyes necessarily maybe present pretty isn't the right word i stop myself before i keep rambling and make this worse i close my eyes for a second and take a breath sorry i'll start over hi it's nice to meet you too (laughs) that's literally like every almost every exchange that she has with people in this yes it is funny i mean there's certain times where she does it with alex but it's actually like it's kind of refreshing because it's kind of like what she does it and it seems to be like what we'd want to say and there's a certain yeah uh charming honesty about it because she can't catch herself a lot of times and she yep. just but but it moves the conversation along <laughs> for certain it certainly does <laughs> um there's a just a little tiny not really even a spoiler for the second book um there's a part where kendra kendra and mia become very good friends i kind um, of figured yeah yeah obviously and uh kendra goes over to mia and alex's place in the second book and they're 
she and Mia are talking, Alex comes home. And Mia <laughs> fucking, like, not yells or shouts, but, like, calls to, like, Alex is like, hey, I'm home or whatever. And she's like, Kendra's sleeping with Weston. <laughs> sister and so alex is like okay (laughs) (laughs) see it's like scenes that you could definitely see in a movie it's so funny like it's really mia creates many very funny moments like yeah comedic gold she's very endearing you will love her so when she when her heart breaks your heart breaks for her for sure yeah um my top bun very well could have been like one of the things i wrote down was like i like that mia is a klutz like she's very um she's not a quote well put together heroine she's not like yeah and i think she she had to be to be like the opposite of his ex-wife yes yeah agreed um my top bun is actually the storyline of the dad because i think without it alex's lies are like unforgivable yeah but knowing that the reason alex is continuing to write romance under a pseudonym a female pseudonym the reason he's doing this is because he's making a lot of money and it is helping pay his father's medical bills. Right. And under this, like this entire undercurrent, the whole book is like, he wants to tell her he wants to come clean, but he's like, I don't, I don't know that she won't go spill the secret. And then I lose literally everything. And it's not just me. It's my dad. She does have a valid point, though, when she when he brings that up and she's like, it's fucking bullshit. Absolutely. She's, she's like, you you have been my good friend for a year and you believe I would do that to you? Fair. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. But like they even talk about that. Like at some point they finally she's like, I don't understand. Like you've known me as bookworm, babe, for years or a mm-hmm. year or whatever. And, like, you didn't feel like you could come clean with me about this? hmm And he was you- like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know you well enough on that level to know whether or not you would do that. Right. And he's like, I couldn't risk it. I could not risk having that happen and then losing everything and my dad not being able to get the back surgery he needs in order to survive as a normal person. Like Like not even, not even like live a great life. It's like literally be able to walk places. Well, and I think, so I think I I agree. And I think both sides of the argument, both of their sides of the argument are valid. Mm -hmm. And I think that that itself lends to, to how well done this book is because Mm -hmm. you're you're showing the complexity of an argument like that this is not a cut and dry thing this is very much a gray area situation yeah and people could have made different decisions in all circumstances and truthfully there wouldn't be a book if he had come clean right there just wouldn't right so like 
I, I, I really appreciated that the whole part about the dad was in there because in right. the end, like when after she found out and she was like processing all of this, even she was like, I understand why he didn't tell me because he yeah. was so scared about his dad. Like he was caring about his dad. Well, you also notice that every time like he fucks up, there's something with the dad that brings it around, too. That's true. That's very true. The, the the lie isn't the only thing he fucks up in this one. He fucks up a couple of times where sure, yeah. He's like, I mean, and and we understand from our because we see his point of view right. why he does that, but yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I I every time she sent him a message, thinking that he was Lexi, I just was like cringe, 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 yep. cringe, cringe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it which is, of I mean, course lends to the narrative of like why she was so upset because she was like i'm humiliated i have been messaging my boyfriend about my boyfriend and not realizing it right and like confessing all of my insecurities and shit which I, mean, I understand. I mean, I I was um, mortified for her. Oh, of course. My God. Yeah. When she talked about like her dickhead cat, what was his name? Fabio. Yeah. She was like, my dickhead cat ruined the end of this date. Yeah. And, and then you feel like you get this from him being like, oh, my God, like it, you didn't ruin it. Like I didn't, you know, it just it, yeah. he has like he feels like he's you know what god the mistakes that he's made and just i love how he keeps calling it insider trading i was like yes yeah yes yeah so good this book well we have to talk about things we didn't like now we do i have a couple okay go ahead um although i love kendra i really didn't like shelby oh no shelby's annoying as fuck she's annoying and she's a bitch like, um, you're pretty in your own way. Fuck you. Like, no. Rude. Don't Rude. say that to people. Rude. And like. It's a backhanded compliment. And in, in, in every breakup or everything going on in a relationship is always Mia's fault. What did you do now? Rude. She's, yeah. And what was the other thing? Oh, oh Mia, you've fallen so hard for her. Just, you know, be practical about shit. It's like, bitch, it's not your fucking life. But she's got to come over and take care of your kid. She's taking care of your you. kid, dude. Like, for free. She's just coming over there and helping you. Yep. Staying, staying there so that way, you know. So you can yeah. go fucking take a nap. And, like, listen, as a mom, I get that. But, like, be nice to her. Right. Right. You right. should... You should be extraordinarily nice to the people who are helping you, right? With your uh, they child. Did, they didn't say, but does she? Do they? Do they have? Are their parents still alive? I didn't get from. Oh, uh, me and I Shelby's parents. That's a great question. I don't remember. Sh- I don't remember. I don't need. I don't need input from the peanut gallery. Shut up. Oh, Bucky Barnes wants to talk to you about the book. Yeah, he's got some things. He's got some things he's got to say. Actually, it's Luna. Hi, Luna. Oh. Um, Lunastra. Lunastra. <laughs> um, hi, baby. No, you can wait. Don't even start doing that thing where you do. She goes in and she goes. No. No. Um, so. My the brain. Other thing? I know. I was now just trying to remember what it was. You were talking about how Shelby sucks. It wasn't Shelby. Oh, fuck. 
Do you want me to talk about mine? Yeah, talk about yours, and I'll try to remember what it was. Okay, so uh, I don't feel like this is too much of a spoiler, considering, like, you know at the very beginning, at some point she finds out. Mm -hmm. And it's a romance novel. They get back together, you guys. Um, They're... When they finally, like, reunite. And it feels so good. Ayo. Um, I felt, I feel like it was just really rushed when mm-hmm. they got back together. So, like, mm-hmm. they have a discussion, kind of, like, make amends. And then, like, the sex scene is less than a page. Oh, like I know. It's just I was like, very, wow. very fast. Yeah. I literally wrote, like, I left a note and I said, this feels rushed. Because to me, I was like, I wanted a more, like, penultimate moment yeah. where the yeah. two of them have, like, they know all of each other's secrets at this point, And now they're, like, choosing each other. Mm-hmm. And we get literally three paragraphs maybe four yeah and that's yeah. it and they're short like these are kindle paragraphs okay like, they're yeah, very yeah, short yeah. this is I not the like the exact same thing i was like hold on yeah i mean it's i t- two paragraphs he's inside of her like yes Jesus. and i yeah. was like this escalated quickly there's no prep here you're not like taking <laughs> your time you're not you know there's she's just like bam yeah I don't know. So that kind of that bugged me. Like that was the only thing that really stuck out to me in the book is like this annoyed me. Yeah. Um but again, this this book is fantastic. Yeah. The other thing is there's no there's not a lot of downtown time. Not a lot. No. It's it's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. But but that's Claire Kingsley too. I mean, I remember the sex scenes in um flirting with the enemy. Holy shit. Like holy cats i still remember that holy quite cats. vividly yeah flirting with the enemy yeah that's the second there's the third in that that series falling, oh was it falling or flirting i thought what either one whatever yeah point. um because i read the first the one yeah in the yes. that's the dirty martini runners club series yeah so i'm sorry it's the second one in that series yeah oh okay got it oh right um, yeah, yeah 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 i thought yeah it was they're hot yeah, I still don't remember what I was going to say before, but it doesn't really matter. Okay. I love this book, so it doesn't fucking matter. Okay, cool. All right, do you want to move on to Bottom Buns then? Let's do that. Okay, go ahead, darling. Um, I have a feeling this might be a joint Bottom Bun. We'll see. <laughs> um, a lot of time is spent on the actual definition of a book boyfriend. and Oh, sure. It, and especially, there was a number of times where Claire says pretty much they have ruined me for all men in real life. And I'm like, Drew ruined me for all men. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where, I mean, that's, that's one of in my reviews anymore. If some, if there's a line that's ruined me for all men, I'm going to include it. Um, mm-hmm. Just the fact that, uh, well, that and the other thing that I really loved about this is that like, we have this um, wonderful um, argument um, and defense of romance novels. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was great because especially you find it in the blind date that she has at the beginning yep. where he, where the guy that she's on a date with is pretty much like talking down to her because she's like, oh, I thought you were a reader. I didn't know it was romance novels sort of thing. And then she just goes on a diatribe and it's fantastic and probably mm-hmm. puts him in his place. Yep. And 
pretty much like, oh, yeah, but I've also read Tolstoy and da 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 and, you know, right. all these other things. And she's like, that doesn't mean... And she goes, I found them boring. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I read them. It's great. But... Yeah. I mean... They were boring. They were boring. Sorry. Like... Idea and great expectations. I don't know what to tell you. Like... Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. The movie's yeah. better. <laughs> but, like... I really like the defense of, and what's really nice too is that when Alex becomes a romance novel, and he's not really like even when it's suggested to him by Kendra to start writing that he's like, I don't know, if, it's not so much that he's, def, you know, he's like not, he's looking down on it or like, uh, uh, but he's just like, I don't know if I can, like I don't have, know if yeah. I have it in me to be a romance novelist. Right. I don't have, I, <laughs> I have the romance inside to be able to write. Yeah. Like he's like, I am a divorced man. Yeah. I don't know that I am the right person to be writing about romance, like about right. happily ever afters. Yeah. And I think he also yeah. experienced like, I am a man and you want me to write romance novels. Right. I don't know that I'm a good person to be doing that. And it, it did make me, maybe it did make me think about like the small number of men who do write romance novels. I'm sure there's more who might probably just do the same thing right under a pseudonym. Who Amy knows? Penza told me that there are quite a few men who write under female pseudonyms for romance novels. You know, and that, and they're probably the ones who write men really well. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's totally, but, it's totally possible. So I liked the defense of romance novels that was in this book. So Absolutely. Very much. It's mine. Um, not a joint bottom bun. Okay. My bottom bun is the grand gesture. And that I yeah. don't really want to discuss too deeply because I, I don't want to give that away. I feel like you could guess it. But if you've not read the book, I just I just don't want to ruin it for you. Um, right. Because it's, it's so smart. It's so it's smart. So smart. And, um, and just really beautiful, like the I, way yeah. that it's, exec- that it's executed. Um, we get that portion of the book from her perspective mm-hmm. and it's really, really beautiful. Um, and then it switches to his perspective, um, which I think is very effective. It, w- it was a really great decision on Kingsley's part to switch yeah. when she did. Um, it w- It's so good. And I wish I could talk more about it, but I feel like I can't. No, I, there's one quote I want to read. And it's actually Please from do. the epilogue, which is. Oh. Yep. And she's. Okay, so not going to spoil what he does, but so she's reading something he has written. Mm-hmm. And she's and he says, she's like the best book ever written. I want to run my fingers down her spine. I want to turn her pages and read her truth, savoring every word. I want to be the one who gets to read the secret parts, the chapter she only shows with great trust. And when I'm finished, I won't shelve her. I won't put her back with the rest of the collect rest to collect dust while the memory of her words fade. Not only do I want to read her over and over again, I want to help her write the rest. And then he says, I want to co-star in the ending. Yeah. That I also highlighted that part. It's beautiful. It's, it's really beautiful. So like so the gorgeous. metaphor of like the correlation between like running his fingers down her spine, just yeah. being like the book of a spine, and like she is a person and has a spine. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. very you, very good. 
if that's yep yep it's so again hard, like, ruin me for all men yeah yeah if i were writing this as a review that would be the the one i oh so beautiful yeah alex is pretty great when he's not <laughs> he's real <lying>. swoony <laughs> i mean like truly really swoony there's a part in here where he talks about it is kind of hot i know you don't like the mind stuff um, but there's a part where she I've, realizes I've really quote come around to that. So that he realizes that she's going to go talk uh-huh. to interview um, this like sleazy sort of sounds like a little sleazy model model who's on the cover of Lexi's book. So like at least one of Lexi's books. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, I don't remember that dude's name. Antonio. Oh, Okay, here it is. Okay, so um, I have never gotten ter- uh, gotten to territorial over a woman before. Not once in my life, but I don't care that this is, the relationship is new. Mia has awakened something primal inside me, a fierce desire to claim her, to own every inch of that woman, to leave my scent on her so any asshole come- who comes near her won't dare so much as to look in her direction. Whether or not she tells me about the interview doesn't matter. There's only one thing I can do when faced with a situation like this. I have to make sure she- this woman knows good and well that she's fucking mine and oh my god the next chapter they it's like they meet Uh you know it's and he just i fucks her the Uh whole time and it is without explicit material is one of the hottest things i mean they barely make it through dinner like as a woman knowing that part of the hotness of sex is like the foreplay and like the lead up to it yeah knowing that like very much i mean acing foreplay here you know like both of them are super keyed up by the time they even get back to whoever's place they go to i don't even fucking remember probably his but like it's it's so intense yeah um i believe it's after that part um, when they're back at his place that we get the um like i need i've now that i've had a taste i need more yeah <sighs> yeah oh that's right because he fingers are in the car that's right yep okay. yep um yeah it's um it's a uh, hot uh-huh these these sex scenes are these sex scenes are hot and there's something about calling her baby during it, it's like, oh my god, yep, it was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Alex is uh, pretty great. Alex is pretty great. He really is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and he does like that breakup. He is, uh, he is wrecked. He's oh, a fucking he is. wreck. He's yeah, a, you know, he. We get to see definitely. It's not just, it's not just her that's wrecked emotionally. He's he's a mess too. Yeah. Um, and we, he knows it's going to happen. Like, he knows that it's going to happen. He does. Um, we we see more of the, the broken up part from her perspective. And I think that that amplifies how poorly he is doing because she sees him. Mm-hmm. And, and is he like, looks like a mess. He, you look terrible. She literally says to him, like, are you okay? Yeah. Because he's rumpled and, like, hasn't shaved in many days. Yeah, has a full-out beard. Yeah, like, he's clearly a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, 
And I love that he has a conversation with his brother. Um, like he gives him a like uh, hey like a, like a, a hypothetical scenario. situation, right? Yeah, like I have this friend sort of thing, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, the way he describes it, <laughs> Caleb goes, "You mean like that movie? You <laughs> you've got mail." I'm like, "Yes, yes! just like that fucking just movie." Like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Are you guys like uh, rivals in business?" <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of like. Um, I don't want to say similarities, but like, um, I don't know. I can't think of a better word right now, but there are some, uh, some things that like align with you've got mail. I mean, there's certainly, it's, it's like talking to someone where one of you knows the whole story and the other doesn't. Yeah. And I think what's so different with you've got mail is because she knows he's a dude. So there's not that's true. That, yeah. There's not that like um Yeah, there's there's not that sense of like uh girl girl, you know, girlfriend. Like Yeah, girlfriend like that camaraderie girlfriend. that you would exactly yeah. because yeah. She, Mia thinks she's talking to Lexi a woman. Yeah. So when she is talking about think about the things that you might say to a girlfriend mm-hmm. about a person that you're dating. That you would never say to the person you're dating. You know, and your sex life. Yes. Yeah. And your special panties. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And your insecurities about, like, did I ruin the end of our date? Because we just had an amazing kiss. And then, like, he booked it. Insider training. Mm Mm-hmm. This book is great. He's not wrong about that. I mean, He's so not wrong. He even says at one point, like, I don't. I don't want information from her that could impact Lexi's career. Right. Right. And, you know, and, and so he tries, like, because at one point, like, he's not going to, he's like, I, I have to break it yep. off with her. I cannot, I cannot let this go further, which breaks her heart. Yeah. So he's like, and again, you know, we get that, like, it, it's, it's just, it's very, it's very sweet. And, but it, it's, it's, so there's a, it's really funny. Like, she, it's angsty, but not. Yeah. It's still pretty, like, quote, low stakes angst. Yeah. Um, and the angst is, is warranted. I mean, yeah. you've got this, like, you her see boyfriend the car lied crash to her. Happening, you know, like coming. Uh, you see the other car coming in the other direction. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's the entire it's the entire purpose of the book, right? That like right. he's been lying to her this entire time. You know it's going to fucking happen. And of course, like the moment when he's like, "I have to tell her," and he invites her over, and it's like, "I'm going to tell her tonight." Yeah. And then she finds out anyway. Yeah. Like you, I, and truthfully, I don't think that. That from would have gone hu- any differently. Exactly. And and from a human perspective, I'm like, I wish he would have had the opportunity to tell her. But like... Because he would at least been able to explain. Yes. But then as a reader, I'm like, it wouldn't have... It's better this way. It's better the way it happened, yes. But, yeah. And, but I, I think it would have gone... It might have gone... I don't know. I think it might have gone differently just because she had been able to explain about the dad and everything. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But she still would have been upset. She probably could, I, still would have left. I would have prefaced it by like, I'm writing romance novels and then continued on and be like, because I'm paying for my dad's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Maybe, but it, you know, if we're putting a spin on it, if like, 
maybe he would have done a hypothetical with her. Like, hypothetically, what would you, you know, I have this friend who, you know, who knows? I think he even says, like, in the end, I don't know that that conversation would have gone any differently. Right. And and maybe it would have gone differently. But you still have the piece of, like, her feeling humiliated. Yeah. That she had been sharing all of these details with what she thought was, like, a good girlfriend of hers. Yeah. Or this, yeah, because that embarrassment is still fucking yeah. there. So, right. I think we talk about authors making good choices or the right choices, um, and I think that the choice that was made here is so good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, and it's very clever, very clever the way it's it done. Yeah. Um, something that you know, now, like obviously, this book is five years old. Um, let me get back to this one part. Um this book is five years old now it's it's something that i feel strongly about art in general is that um good art is adaptable through time and like Mm -hmm. you know can be applicable to different times and then um its meaning can change with you over time so um obviously this is five years old now and we know that her husband passed like two years ago, Claire Kingsley's oh, husband. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last year, I forget exactly when this happened, but I this is this is literally what introduced me to Claire Kingsley was when her husband passed, and people online, like on TikTok, were like, "Hey, Claire Kingsley's husband passed. Please support her by reading her books. You yeah, know, like yeah. sole income for her children now. Like support her by." By purchasing her book. Because it was sudden. It wasn't. It not... was very sudden. It was not yeah. like a long illness or anything. It, it, it was completely unexpected. And um, at least from what I've read. Yeah. And um, uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Like, I that's horrible and sad. And I will absolutely support her. And so I ended up, I like bought the entire uh, Miles series, mm-hmm. like read all mm-hmm. of them. Um, and then, of course, became, you know, was on our mailing list because I downloaded the epilogues and like all that stuff. Um, but the, uh, dedication of this book is to David for random ideas that are magic. And in the epilogue of the, or not the epilogue, I'm sorry, the acknowledgements of this book, in addition to the, the acknowledgements of the next book, she talks about David and how like he helped give her the ideas for these books for this series mm-hmm. um so it's, it's just very sweet to um to look back upon that um mm-hmm. but yeah that's it would you recommend this book oh my god of course <laughs> fuck yes of course uh would this book embarrass our moms yes yeah i for sure would yep that those sex scenes were We'll get there. We will get there because we have to talk some stars and bars. So, yeah. stars, not bars. Yeah, uh, we will get there. Um, as she did. Don't many times. masturbate. There you go. Um, if you have any questions about that, please see our segment, um, Toys for Twats. Regardless. There's a zombie mouth. zombie mouth. Waiting for your plunging. Whatever you Waiting for your probing. What the fuck is wrong with me? Come on. Oh, that's Where, a good one, though, but still. Wherever you need to go. 
you know, whatever you need is fine. Again, as long as it's consensual and you're not hurting anyone. I, so, you know what? I it's mean, not illegal. Yep. If it's a piece of plastic, it's a piece of plastic, man. I don't care. Cool. Well, we're going to take okay. a break and we're going to yep. come back and we're going to talk about um, rec- uh, ratings and recommendations. <laughs> My God, that one took brain power. I was like, that really did. I watched your face like scrunch up. You were like, what? What am I saying? There's two R's ratings, recommendations. It's hard. Mind power, mind power. It's difficult. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. right. Pray for us, Spite. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back, bitches. <laughs> um, the last segment of our show, if you are new here, welcome, um, <laughs> is where we talk about ratings, stunt casting, and uh, recommendations. Like what else we have been reading um, since when last we met, um, slash what we've been listening to, because this is yeah. an audio medium. Yeah. Um, my darling. Yeah. Uh, oh, Perhaps I should explain how we do ratings here. Yeah. Okay. Yes, please do. How we do ratings here on this here show. Um, oh, wait, I should say, would you like oh. to tell how everybody, how we, we do ratings? Here? I would be jizzed about it. Um, how we do <laughs> ratings on this show is not by stars or bars. What we do is um, hearts and eggplants. Mm-hmm. hearts are uh how romantical was this book did it burn the cockles of your heart uh did it warm your cold dead heart for example <laughs> like the grinch like the grinch did it grow three sizes you know like something did what ayo <laughs> and eggplants um not meant to be a binary issue just meant like it could mean a dildo. It doesn't matter. It's just a yeah. matter of hotness. Um, yeah. Some people choose chili peppers, and that's cool, too. It's just a hotness scale. Okay? Yep. It's, we want it to be a little different. Yeah. You know. But doesn't everyone want to be just a little different? I think we all just want to be a little bit different. A little bit yeah. recognized for yeah. our unique properties, if you will. Yep. Everything else is kind of boring, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be different. It, imagine mm-hmm. how boring the world would be, right? Yeah, let your... It's your freak flag fly. <laughs> let your double-fisted dildo fly. That was fucking weird. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> really weird. I think I think we should all be allowed just to be like, okay, I'm not shaming anybody, but I will just say this is weird. Like The thing is, like, I, th- I don't know, maybe... It, I don't know. No, it's still weird. I, I, still weird. Still weird. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 Not for me is what I should say. Not for yeah, that's to say not for me. Not man. for me. You know. Uh no. you want to do it? Great. Good for you. Not for me though. Yeah. Right. All right. So shall we start? Would you like to start with hearts or eggplants today, my love? Let's start with eggplants. Sounds fucking great. Hit me in the face with some eggplants. I would love to. Okay, so I said a solid four for eggplants. Co-signed. So hot. This book is fucking hot. It's real hot. It's it's this just just shy of explicit. There's some things that could 
If there were no condoms and much more other things happening. Sure. Fluids involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. It's real hot. It's real hot. And there's a lot of them. Yes. Yes, there are. Mm Mm-hmm. No one was sad. No, there was not a there was frown face in the in the bunch. Not a single one. No, no. Ice water is drank. Uh huh. Cold shower <laughs> taken. <laughs> You're you welcome. You almost got me that one. That one. Bravo. <laughs> 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 All right, we want to go over to hearts. I'm interested in what your your heart Dude, selection is. Fucking five. Like I can't, I cannot fucking handle. You know how I feel about writers and the grand gestures that writers do. Yeah. So for again, we are all different, and I totally respect that. And I I think that if it weren't writers and and the like. It probably wouldn't be a five for me. I might have said it was a four, but like we are all different and I respect that you might not feel like it's a five. And I don't think that my five should sway your answer. You know, you actually have swayed me just because oh. you have Patrick sways me. Oh, because, no. <laughs> because I was on a four, but Which is fair. I, have not, I have not seen a smart grand gesture like this in a while like mm. i it really appreciated like again we all know where it's headed right. but the way the execution is fucking brilliant True. so i think i'm uh, i'm up there with you on the on the five peak and i'm i'm happy to be up there with you there We're is holding hands while the american the national anthem is playing <laughs> or the flag falls behind us <laughs> There is quite literally uh, nothing that would have kept this from a five for me. Um, so I recognize my bias. Um, it's, you know, it's really funny with this book, too, because like halfway through more than because they, they also the other thing, too, is they fall in love pretty fucking quickly. They like, do. It's and, you know, again, it's that car coming the other direction. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, we know where this is headed. Yep. But um, uh, the. I at one point said to myself, okay, they're getting really serious really quickly. You know, I, I should be worried about this, Mm -hmm. but I'm really not. I'm really not. Also, I did not say this earlier, but when he first sees her, it's another moment. And I'm, you know, I am going to start doing this. I'm going to start notating when the hero's breath is literally stolen. Hang on. I literally earlier, I was going back to look for descriptions of the characters. So I have that highlighted. Because it is, it is an Anthony and it's an Anthony moment. I'm gonna start calling him that. Anthony, Anthony moments. moments. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Bridgerton, mm-hmm. particularly. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, her face lifts, and I'm suddenly hit by a pair of huge blue eyes, dark rimmed glasses that are far that are too far down her nose, and full lips parted in surprise. Just as I'm getting my wits back, I catch a whiff of her, and it makes my head spin. Visions of kissing this woman flood through my brain, obscuring rational thought. I snap back to reality and realizing I'm staring at her like a lunatic. We both stand, our eyes locked as if we're magnetized. Her mouth moves like she might say something, but she glances down at the books I'm holding out toward her and takes them. They have coffee. It's very cute. He buys her fucking books. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, because I, I, I talk about this on in the the uh, the books that made us episode, mm-hmm. where I there's nothing hotter than a hero that's breath is stolen. Yeah, and he's surprised by it. Um, and uh, fortunately, the, <laughs> Joanna Lindsay writes a whole bunch like that, so yay for me. <laughs> I very much enjoyed that, and I'm looking forward to the continuation of said series and also telling you. you about Jane Green. Yes, yes. I'm excited about that. I'm pretty stoked. Um, honestly, like that first book that I read from her uh, was called Jemima J, and it yeah, it's in my brain forever. Oh, it's Like, awesome. I think about it more often than I think I've really realized. Because at the time, I don't think that I realized, like, I was reading a romance novel. Yeah. You know? I don't even remember why I picked it up. Anyway, we'll talk about that when I talk to you about it. Um, (laughs) But yes, and there was something else I was going to tell you that I don't remember now, because that's how we roll here on this podcast. Yeah, tonight is a, a, yeah, tonight is a, what was I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Right, it really is. Um, It's been a fucking week, you guys. Um, But yeah, it's. It's such a sweet, it's very sweet. This book is, I described it in my newsletter last week as saccharine sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, it's real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad on that random whim that we Yeah, had, that we were like, we let's do a one. Claire Kingsley Lucy score month and a half-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I haven't decided what we should call it yet, but I have tentatively called it King Score. Could also be called Scoresley. Ooh, I'm leaning more towards Scoresley just okay. because. Okay. Like it's Scorsese. But... Oh, I like that. Right. I never like, thought that. That's the correlation that I got when I wrote like Scoresley down. I think Ween gets tired of my trying to shove two names together. I don't care. Like, we just. We just did the we just did Insidious and oh. you know like and lead character Josh played by Patrick Wilson hot, nice. goes into the further in the second so there's like Josh in the present and Josh in the whatever realm and I was calling it Jother oh nice <laughs> Josh in the further nice I, I well I, that wasn't a winner in her book okay well um, ask her if she likes. King score or scoresley better, okay? I will. Um, Regardless, this was a great whim, and I'm super glad we did it. Um, Before we discuss um, other things in which we will continue talking about this book, essentially, because I read the second one right after I was done. Um, While I was, by the way, still did not, my phone was still broken at the time, did not have a phone, and it was... I don't know, way too late at night. And I finished this book and then immediately wanted to start reading the next one. So I, on my Kindle Paperwhite, was trying to like buy it from there. And uh-huh. uh, it like flipped out on me. And I was like, <laughs> I swear to God, if I have broken a second piece of technology this week, I've been afraid <laughs> to touch fucking anything because <laughs> my phone just died. Yeah. randomly and then yeah. i was like fuck my now broken my kindle and in the back of my mind i was like thank god prime day is coming up because maybe they'll be on sale because they usually are don't worry it's not actually broken but i was just like in my mind it was like 1 30 in the morning and i'm trying to buy this book and i'm just watching the time tick away while yeah. i try and like make my kindle function <laughs> 
Anyway, it's really been a fucking week. So before we do all of that, let's yeah. talk about stunt casting. Oh, fuck. How did I forget about that? I don't know. I was so on top of it that I pinned all of this shit before we started tonight. Same. And same, I'm man, very same. impressed with myself. Thank you very much. I'm impressed with you. Well, thank you. I'm excited about this one, honestly. Same. Uh, I gotta get it. Gotta get into it. Um. All right. Hold on one second. Confirm. Do you want me to start? In. Sure. Wait. Hold on. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Let's see if I can change. Oh, good. No, I do not have to change. I can do that. I can do it. Um. I can do mine. Okay. Do you want to start with the ladies? That's usually how we start here. All oh, the ladies. Ladies. Yeah. I just watched Hamilton this week again. Uh, I could watch. The, oh, my God. That's usually what I do on the 4th of July is watch Hamilton. But we were actually at yeah. the 4th of July party, so I didn't. So maybe tomorrow I'll watch Hamilton. All the ladies. Yep. All these wow. ladies in the place with the style and the grace. Yep. Thank you, Notorious B.I.G. R.I.P. So I immediately had one person in my brain. Very excited. Who- and it was like, yep, yep. Um, especially when the description you literally just read. Yes. Um, hold on, give me one second. Let me get into that pin. Okay, there's one. There's two. I knew it. <laughs> it's fucking Zoe Dish Because I, I thought mean, of it too, actually. Uh, she's awkward as fuck. Uh-huh. She's clumsy. I mean, it's Jess. It's Jess. It's it's Jess. Yeah. It's Jess. Um, I did send you a meme. The last one is a meme. And it's just a seeing, <laughs> seeing Joey Joey de Chanel without bangs or glasses, maybe. Except that maybe people couldn't figure out that Clark Kent was Superman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They do. She does look very different. That's really funny because um, it's similar to the person that I chose. Mm-hmm. As Mia has like a kind of doppelganger mm-hmm. that she starred many years apart in the same show. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to tell you who I chose first and then I'll show you like her essential doppelganger. Um, because okay. Which I didn't even notice until I was doing my stunt casting. And I was like, wait, that's not her. Is that her? <laughs> um, okay. So this is the person that I chose. Her name is Margot Harshman, and I know her from NCIS. She ends up um, married to, the hell is his name? He's the computer MIT nerd. Um, On what? NCIS. Oh, I don't know. What the fuck is his name? Cannot recall it. Um... Whatever. She looks like, I mean, these, these Zoe Deschanel and her, yes. are, they could be sisters. They really could be. Um, I've lost track of which ones I've sent to you and which ones I have not, so I'm very sorry. Um, yeah, there, I mean, dark hair. The thing about, like, finding. Um, oh, you're thinking of, oh, oh, the, okay, I was thinking and C- uh, CSI for oh, some reason. And well, CIS. similar. Um, the chubby face guy, like he used it when one point used to be kind of chubby. face. Yes. Right? But then of course, like he lost a ton of weight. Um, he, he's one of the, he's one of the, um, oh, Bill, Timothy Bill, McGee, Bill. Timothy McGee is his character yeah. name. 
Um, Sean Murray the, is the... He's, yeah, he's one of the Murray brothers. Yes. He's... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yes. My brain was like, Bill, 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 Garfield, Bill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sean Murray, Murray is the character uh, who mm-hmm. plays... Or, I'm sorry. Sean Murray is the actor who plays the character Timothy McGee on NCIS. And so um, Margot Harshman plays Delilah, um, who he ends up marrying. Delilah has a really fascinating character arc in that um, she works for, like, the NSA. Mm -hmm. Um, So they both work for the government. um, Mm -hmm. And at one point, like, they're supposed to, they attend an event together and he steps out to take a phone call. And in the meantime, like, there's, like, an attack on the building where they are. And, like, she ends up getting injured. Um, And she is in a wheelchair for the rest of her tenure on the show. But because really? her character is like a paraplegic or something like That's something I forget exactly yeah. like the details, but she's in a wheelchair. Um, oh, wow. So it's kind of like there is some, you know, accessibility representation in her mm-hmm. character um, that is a thing. Like she talks about it on the show and she is like talking to other people who also ha- are in wheelchairs and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fascinating. I mean, I, I dropped out of that show when they killed, when Ziva left. But, oh, yeah. Um, uh, that's got to be, like, I would assume he feels a little bit of guilt for uh, not being able to. He feels an extreme amount of guilt, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Ooh, maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch it. Oh, though, is, what's his, no, what's his face is gone from that show. Uh, it turned out to be a big piece of shit. Oh, yes. Um, he went to a different show called Bull or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the lead on that, yeah. Yeah, apparently. Um, something that I did not realize until literally today when I was doing stunt casting um, is that she looks strikingly like someone who was on the show at the very beginning. Um, her, she played a woman named Kate, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. her name is Sasha Alexander. Yep. Uh, and I'm sending you a picture right now. Like, they're seriously doppelgangers. Yeah, I couldn't stand Kate. <laughs> I get that. Pretty, though. That's She's fine. Beautiful. She's super pretty. Um, but th- they really look similar. Yeah. Yeah, because they brought in Ziva right after that. And I love Yes, the they did. Ziva, uh, there were times I really didn't like her. But mm-hmm. um, her character is so complex and fascinating that it was difficult yeah. to not like her in the end. Yeah, I mean... We all were there for Abby, anyhow. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and then she left too because of that yeah. fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, dickhead. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um. All right. We are here for the boys. Let's hear it for the boys. Exactly. So please tell me who you cast. As I have to remember his first name. Cool. <laughs> no, I do. I remember it. Um. I don't know what stuff he's been in. Um, so this one was a hard one for me because oh. I had like the character pictured in my mind, like what I thought he would look like, and um, I was a little bit who... like Henry Cavill. A little bit. He's British. Um, his name is Tom Bateman. All right. And I laughed when someone was like, "Oh, is he related to Jason Bateman?" I'm oh. like, not even in the same country. <laughs> so nope, no. <laughs> um. I'm looking to see. Okay, so there. Oh, and this last one. He's cute. This one. He's very cute. But I was looking at tall, tall celebrities with dark hair. And I want a dark because a lot of times it's dark hair and blue eyes. But this dude definitely Brown has eyes. dark eyes. Yep. Yep. Um, 
the one with the beard, definitely that one where he's got the. Well, I'm sorry. The last one is because it looks like the jacket on the cover of the fucking book. So I was like, true. Yes, very much so. Um, Tom Bateman has. um, I'm trying to think of what movies. Um, Oh, he's in that new show uh, with um, uh, based on a true story. Oh, is he the? Oh, he's the murderer. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, like the guy that's supposed to be. yeah, yeah, Matt Pierce. He's the guy that. Uh, so it's that's the movie with or the show with Kelly Cuoco. Ugh. Oh, and, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Chris Messina. I think he's the neighbor that they think murdered his wife. Oh, perfect. Yeah, probably um, it's usually the husband. He's married to Daisy Riz- Ridley. So oh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yep. So that's much. I think they met on Death on the Nile. So okay. Because no, she's not in that one. She's on the other. Mer- Oh, she's in Murder on the Orient Express. They must have met there. Oh. All those British people, y'all know each other, right? Y'all know each other, right? It's a tiny island. We're kidding. This is sarcasm, you guys. But honestly, like, though, I mean, in the entertainment sphere, it is a very small world. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. You're right about that. For sure. Everybody's been on Coronation Street. I'm kidding. I don't even know. Everyone's been on NCIS. And also CSI. Everybody here has been on Law and Order. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's accurate. Anyhow, that's who I chose. Okay. All right. I chose this dude. I'm going to send you the more nerdy pictures because, like, this is how I pictured, like, author Alex. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to send you the hot pictures. Um, Here's one of them, him wearing glasses. Oh, did you pick Stephen Strange? I sure yes! fucking did. Yes, because we had a conversation. Of, I was just thinking to myself, I should have picked Stephen Strait. I'm glad I you did. I sure as shit did. We... I picked Stephen Strait. Um, Fuck yes. I don't think Fuck I've actually yes. seen anything with him that he's... No, did you see the Covenant? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Stephen Strait, um, before I send you the hot pictures, um, he was in... They're all hot. I, I have not watched it, but he was in a movie with Anna Camp called Here a While. Um, again, not seen it, but would, because I love Anna Camp. Um he was in the covenant again um of course i've not seen it um but he's not been like in a ton of things because he's not a good actor oh wow okay um so not a hot take he's not he was he's a male model turned actor that tracks um oh he did all of his own stunts in the covenant though he did so did sebastian stan hot okay Mm -hmm. um so if you don't mind, I am now going to send you the hot pictures of Stephen Strait. I think all of them are hot. I'll take He him, is, but-, but I'm just going to tell you that the first three are like tame. And um, oh, yeah. the next three that I'm going to send you are not. So peek behind the curtain is when I, when we, when I watched The Covenant for B3, I was introduced to this gentleman mm-hmm. and I sent uh, the one picture. Yep. To You're welcome. Veronica saying, I think he's always going to be my new book boyfriend. Yeah. And she literally brought it into fruition. Like she brought it into fruition. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Um, FYI, I didn't remember who that person was when we had that conversation. Like that oh, really? did not. Yeah, I did not remember that. Like that's the person we were talking about. What I did was Google um, male actors with dark hair and brown eyes. So uh, he came up. Yeah. That, um, that, Where's the one that I sent? Any of the yeah. ones where he is shirtless? 
Yeah. Yeah. I just remember that night that I was sending him to you. Mm-hmm. We were sitting back and forth. I was just like, I I literally can't. I can't with this man right now. I, oh, and there was so many pictures of close up of his abs and oh it was a lot attractive um there is so from the covenant like we were laughing because it's just all naked male torsos um no and then also nope the smallest um every scene it seemed to be like there's the smaller i wonder if i can send this oh i can we can send pictures through chat now we can oh my god did you get it i did i see some yeah. abs yeah thanks zoom Thank you so Excellent. much for your assistance. So now we don't have to do the Pinterest like links. Aww, we can just send nice. things right in thing. Yeah. We were joking about it. Like we said that each scene, he, his bathing suit got smaller. That's fine. Again. No not, one's sad. Not complaining. Not. Oh, oh wait. He's did you wielding see, a pitchfork. Did you see this picture? I don't know how to send this to you. Oh, geez. I did not see that picture. I would have sent it to you for fucking sure. <laughs> God damn. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, he seems like a lovely man. He was not good okay. in the covenant. Fair. But, you know, it's been, that has also been almost like, I don't know how many years at this point, almost 20 years. So I'm sure he's been, had a couple classes. Maybe. Whatever. Cool. Still attractive. Yeah, still fucking. Oh my god. Oh. Dig in the glasses. Oh my god! Right. Truly dig in the glasses. Yeah. Coolio. Yeah. Uh, I did not choose anyone else. That's all I did. Okay. That's it. all right. All right. Moving, moving right along. Moving on up. Hmm. So this is the time where we talk about things that we are, we are, well, we're, we're reading right Mm now. Uh, and then things we've been listening to. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, things in our eyeballs and our ear balls. Um, yeah. So I've already talked about it. I immediately finished this book. Downloaded the second one. Um, the second one is called cocky roommate. And I actually liked it better than Book Boyfriend. And as you've heard, I very much enjoyed Book Boyfriend. <laughs> um, I liked it a, better. In, if you had a hearts rating, what would you give it? Oh, okay. Uh, this is difficult. Okay. Here's the thing. I would actually say the Book Boyfriend has more hearts because uh-huh. of the writer thing. But... Okay. There's still a grand gesture in Cocky Roommate. Nice. So, and it's it's a pretty good one. So, okay. uh, it has like it has a lot of tropes that that I just kind of eat up. It has yeah, forced like forced mm-hmm. proximity. It has um, reformed rake. It has some enemies to lovers in there. Like it's just mm-hmm. really. It also like. Um, He's an asshole, but, like, is he, though? <laughs> what is he? Is he, yeah. though? Um, and he certainly can be, and he knows it. But yeah. there's also a reason for it. Got it. That he needs to, like, contend with. 
You know, like he clearly there is an issue that he needs to figure out so that he can move on with his life. Um, yeah. Which is like deep seated in his childhood. It's not like my ex-girlfriend cheated on me. It's like yeah, my parents, like my mom died when I was little and my dad's a shitty person. You know, like it's. Oh, great. It's very uh, rooted in like childhood trauma that he clearly mm-hmm. needs to work on if he would like to lead a fulfilling life. Um, and of course she has shown him like, Hey, my life's pretty fucking empty. Yeah. Kendra's a great. Kendra's a great. Yeah. I didn't even say that. So Kendra is the heroine in cocky roommate and Caleb, the third brother, the other brother uh, is like, Weston is the hero. Caleb and Weston met in med school. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole premise of the book is that Caleb's colleague, ungendered, he just says, my colleague needs a place to stay. Um, And Kendra wasn't paying enough attention to know any more detail. But she mm-hmm. has recently like quit her job to be like a full-time editor. Because remember, she is editing... Lexi Logan's books. Yeah, I thought um, I thought she was an editor. I don't know what she, but I will. I, I guess think I'll she find out what did, she was. but then she quit her day job. Like so, she was okay. Lex, she was editing for Lexi in her free time, and then quit her day job so that she could like be a full time freelance editor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, now I need additional dollars because, you know building a full-time job right like so uh she takes on a roommate she has a house they of course this this all takes place in like in seattle essentially um and so she takes on a roommate who is like a friend of caleb's and so she just assumed that this roommate is a woman because why else would her brother be suggesting that she lives with this person um but it is not it's actually a hot dude named weston I also like that name. I do, too. Yeah. I like the hotels, and I like the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, it's it's very good. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend it, truly. Um, Excellent. And then after I've been trying – I was trying to, like, not start something new because then, you know, mm-hmm. as we've said multiple times on this show, we finish it and then, like – it starts to leave our brains. Uh, I did last night just start something that's been, that I've had on KU forever and have just like not read it. Mile High Mm -hmm. from Liz Tomford. Do you remember Liz Tomford? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I read, I read them. No, I don't think you did. um, Mm -hmm. Of, uh, in our previous iteration, (laughs) where we had like a sort of relationship with a tiny publisher. Um, I read, I think it was Becoming Selfish and then Staying Selfless. Yeah. Remember? It's a baseball, right? Hockey. Hockey. Okay. Is this one 600 pages? It sure fucking is. No. This one has blown up on TikTok. And as I said while we were talking about her, um, she's a good writer. She really mm-hmm. is. Um, so... The she's had a couple books blow up on TikTok, like 
after mm-hmm. her selfless duet. Um, and part of what bothered me about the selfless duet was that it was two 600-page books. No. Two of like, them. Well, it's longer than Lord of the Rings. So this one is a standalone 600-page book. Um, it's called, did I say it was called Mile High? Um, so I have started reading that. Things I like about it thus far. Now, first of all, this it is a spinoff of the Selfless series. You meet Evan Zanders in that series. Um, at the end of that duet, Eli Madison, who's the hero, who's the hero for those two books, ends up on a Chicago NHL team, and he ends up playing with Evan Zanders. Um, who was like sort of an enemy of his and then really becomes a friend. So they're playing together. And this book, Mile High, is about Evan Zanders and Stevie. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about it thus far is that Evan Zanders, like he, he, he and Eli Madison really like play up this like kind of Jekyll and Hyde, um, yin and yang kind of situation where like, Eli is like the family man who has uh-huh. who married his college sweetheart and has a couple kids and Evan Zanders is like the playboy of the team. And like Did you notice that that all of her characters have two first names? Their first and last name are like first names? Oh, I did not. Eli Zanders I means Xander. Right. I did and not think about one? that. Eli Madison. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The uh, uh, so the heroine's name in the in the duet is Logan. I forget her last name, but her name is Logan. Bethany. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just being a jerk. No, Sorry. I didn't think about it. You're right. Um, but the thing I like about Stevie, Stevie is curvy, and is so the the whole premise of like what brings these two characters together is that. So Evan obviously is on this NHL team and they get like a new plane and a new flight crew that will like stick with them through the entire season. And so she is a flight attendant on like she's they get like a three or five person flight crew, probably including the pilots for their whole season. And he loves teasing her and she is like, you're a pain in my ass. Um, <laughs> I love it. But she's curvy and is there for like it's what I like about it thus far. I'm not super far into it, but what mm-hmm. I like about it thus far is that she knows she's curvy, is not about to just stop eating food. Her right. weight has always fluctuated. She's biracial. Her dad is black, I think, and her mom is white. Um, I think she was from Nashville. She has a twin brother who plays in the NBA. And um, you get to, like, because it's dual perspective, you get to see how she lives her life and then how those insecurities, because her mom has been very critical of her body, you see how that plays in. Um, And from the promos that I've seen, like, Evan gives no fucks about that. Um. Although, like, the part that I just read last night or earlier today, whenever, um, he makes a comment to her on the plane, like, I want you to make me a grilled cheese. 
And she's like, any of the other flight attendants could have done that for you. Like, I don't need to be the person that you call. And he just, again, he's just doing this to fuck with her because he thinks it's fun to tease her and get a rise out of her. Um, But the other flight attendant that first had tried to, like, wait on him is like a stick figure. And she's not. And he says to her, "I I feel like you'd probably know better about how to make a good grilled cheese than she would. And I don't think he meant that in like a shitty way. Yeah. But I mean, my, my butthole clenched. Right. Exactly. Like if you are not a stick figure, you are immediately like, what the fuck does that mean? Right. And so that like, that's kind of the way that we see her insecurities show up. Yeah. Um, is yeah. through like you know my uniform is tighter than other people's and like this fucking Tana Tara I forget what her name is like the head flight attendant she can fuck herself, um, <laughs> but I do know because of promos that like later he I, there's a point I believe again I've not read it yet but I've seen the promos on TikTok where like he stands her in front of a mirror and he's like telling her all the things he loves about her. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to finishing it. Um, but again, it's 600 pages long, so it'll be a bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to call shit on six, I, I, 600 page books. It's just one of those like, <laughs> I remember one of the podcasts I listened to, they got shit because they said a perfect movie is an hour and a half. Like anything over that is no one has any time for, which it's a joke. And sure. I said the same thing with 600 page book. It's a joke. Like, I mean, I'm not... I. I will read a 600-page book. I have read a 600, many of them, but it's just like ones. I will usually tend to move towards ones that aren't 600 pages. But you and I have talked a lot about, like, Mariana Zapata is kind of the longest we will do. Yeah. And Mariana Zapata yeah. is, like, 500 to 550. And yeah. at that point, yeah. we're like, this is it. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I think you have to start asking yourself. What can be cut here? What is what can be like, cut? Am I being yeah? Is it repetitive? Or if it's this long, should it be two books? Right. Do should this be a duet with two three hundred page books? Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you get a, you have to think about your audience of like how much they can, like how quickly they can devour it, or and if it's exciting enough for them, engrossing enough for them to devour it. Yes, but then again, to to counter that, this woman's blown up on TikTok. She's doing very well. Oh, and I don't, I I don't. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just sure. saying like, yeah, when no, you're making, I think when you're making decisions of like how to publish, Agreed. you have to think about your audience and be like, okay, you know, I mean, we speaking of, cause the person we're going to be reading next, Lucy, Lucy score. score writes long writes books, these fucking long books. And, and the one we picked literally is because it's not a 600 fucking exactly. page book. Yep. And cause I was like, I do not have the time nor the patience right now for right. a 600 page book. Yeah. And that's just, that's on me. I mean, not to say that if, like, fucking tomorrow, Mariana Zapata came out with a 600-page book, I would would just be like... immediately be devouring him. I'd be taking vacation time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of my, as I texted you, um, and I'll put it up on Instagram, but my special edition of The Wall of Winnipeg came in with its bonus content. Uh, Mr. Veronica thought I was nuts. I say it's worth it. Uh, Regardless, darling, what have you been reading? (laughs) Because I already um, own a I, copy of The Wall of Winnipeg. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking, is she going to do with all of her covers? I don't know. I think, um, like, w- The Wall of Winnipeg, I think, is one of the ones that's going with Bloom. 
So I'm not yeah. sure. I think Culty also has an alternate cover, but there was no like, Ooh. yeah. Um, it's not out yet. I don't know. I It might have been like a limited edition. I'm not sure. You'd have to look it up. But okay. um, I, it was the bonus content that did for me. So, yeah. And it was like a bonus uh, epilogue, essentially. It was very cute. Um, I'll have to look into it. Also, I have to get paid for so many. <laughs> Understandable. Like, yeah. Uh, I fell down a, so I, I'm working through the romance.io oh, yes. marriage of convenience and historical romance, like all those filters on, uh, and there's pages upon pages. So, um, I read a marriage of convenience by, uh, Scarlett Scott. Love that. And, um, who, another one who has two first names. Um, <laughs> And um, I liked it. I guess a question mark. Um, like this one was one where I was like, uh, I the, the the hero did not fucking grovel enough. One, and there are parts where I was so mad at the hero for how horribly he was treating his wife, um, and just the things he was saying to her because he was so upset with her. Um, yeah, and not a lot of honesty. So anyhow, needless to say, but I thought it was written well, and I really like some of the characters. So I decided I didn't really want to fin- go w- more with that series, mm-hmm. go further with that series. So I was like, there was another Marriage of Convenience that popped up by Scar- you know, Scarlett Scott. So I said, fuck it. Let's do this. It's called Every Earl of Every Sin. And um, it is an interesting one because it has to do with a... Um, an Earl, uh, um, who was, my name is Earl, um, who was, uh, who is a, uh, he's half English, half Spanish. Um, and he's never really fit into obviously, you know, English society. Cause at that time, cause they would look down on him for his mother being Spanish. Um, it's also during the, uh, war with France. And I, it's really funny. I don't know a lot about, I, I know some European history, but not a ton. Um, I did not, I mean, so I'm really realizing more of what the Spanish part, what Spain, how, what part Spain had to play in, um, the war with, bon, with, uh, with France during this time, mm-hmm. because they, they sided with England ah. against, uh, against Napoleon. So, because the French troops came in and pretty much like desic, you know, massacred a ton of French people, um, and so if, I'm saying that and watch, I'd be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> happens. Um, uh, it's been a long time since I've had European history or world history. Um, but so he, he had a wife and child and uh, w- the child was stillborn and his wife died during childbirth. Oh. So, and it's like the love of his life. Um, so he, but he needs an heir. Mm. Um, and so he ends up getting into a duel with this, this guy and, uh, named Montrose. And he's like, how about this? Like, uh, a debt of honor. You owe me, uh, or, um, you owe me a debt of honor. Um, and so how about you marry my sister? Oh. And she had been exiled to Scotland because there was a scandal. And she was exiled there. So she comes home and she's like, I don't think I want to marry this dude. And he pretty much puts it down and saying, 
okay, this is what's going to happen is we're going to have sex all the time so that you can get pregnant. Oh, as great. soon as you're, as I, as we know you're pregnant, I'm piecing back out to Spain. Okay. I will set you up with all the money you need. You will take care of the kid. I'll, you know, when they're older, if they want to see me, fine. Otherwise, I'm giving you your freedom. It's a little like the Duchess deal. From Tessa yes. Dare. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, he says some shit that's like, he he doesn't, he doesn't pull back being um, cruel if needed to get her to like realize what this is. And she starts off very cold, but when she realizes like when, once you get into it, you really do like her character. Um, it is, uh, yeah, it's like angsty. It's very angsty. And you, he's got a lot to deal with. I mean, he's seen the murder of his like family uh, during the war. He's, you know, the, the horrible things that happened during the war. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's good. And then um, I decided to then move on to when I mentioned Montrose, I meant I'm working through the Duke of Depravity. Um, yeah. It's a part of this uh, sins of the scoundrel sins of scoundrel series oh that goodness. she's got. And Montrose is pretty much a drug addict at, when we begin this. Mm. So he's the brother of the sister, the heroine from the first, the one before. Got it. And he and his and his friend get so hammered, they get into uh, a carriage race. Like they ra- they're racing each other, and they both they both have an accident to the point where his friend loses his memory, has amnesia, and he has broken his his leg but even before this every he's known as pretty much like the drunk like the drunk duke like around uh i mean he's there's listings of the things that he's done um and so he thinks that it's it's a good idea as another debt of honor to marry his his friend's sister because to like not not that she's gonna be ruined ruined or anything but to like save face and to make sure that she's because it's a big thing to be like to be a duchess Mm -hmm. so by by marrying her it's kind of honoring her by you know and securing her financially too so um in case like her brother wouldn't get better it wouldn't be able to support the family so um yeah he's got some problems but there's something there's a secret we don't know what's happening you know there's a secret as to why he acts like the way he does but like uh, where I'm at, he's he's like he is dropping laudanum. Oh, like he's an op- he's an opium addict at this point. Okay, yeah. So and he's trying to convince her to marry him. Huh. And she's kind of like, no, thank you. That's horrible. No, thank you. That sounds terrible. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Excellent. Yep. Have you read like the whole beginning? Because like what we started talking about basically the fifth in that series, right? Earl of everything. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I have to go back. I haven't. I, that I, it was just, that was the one that was, that was, that was on that list. And I was like, Oh, I do like this, this Montrose character, Monty. So I thought maybe okay. I'd go on to the next one. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Uh, but I've been listening to nothing because remember how I didn't have a phone for a week um, other than booze, boobs and blood. I've been catching up on the Pride episodes with Lee. So, Yay, yeah. 
Did you enjoy the history of the uh, of the wishboard? <laughs> oh my god! I think I texted you and I was like, first of all, um, my mom is terrified of Ouija boards. She will. I, yes, I remember when they kind of came that, back yeah. in vogue, like in the nineties or whatever. And my mom was like, no, I will not be buying you a Ouija board. She was super serious about it and was like, no, I w- no, we can't have those in my house. And I don't remember any more detail than that, but I have a feeling that she just had a bad experience with them or someone she knows did. I did. Was it? Oh, maybe I uh, maybe a, a secondhand story. Other, otherwise, I never mind. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I, sh- I should ask her about it. Um, but yeah. So that's all I've been listening to. I've been listening to Triple B. Thank you very much. Yay. Yay. Um, uh, Hadouken. That's all I have to say. Hadouken. <laughs> Hadouken. Um, so I I consider television shows as something that you listen to. Um, mm, because mm-hmm. it's in your earballs. Mm-hmm. So um, I started on The Bear from FX. I, it's been one of those, like, Hulu's been like, you really would like this. And I'm like, really, Hulu? Do you think I would like it? And Hulu wasn't wrong. Hulu wasn't fucking wrong. Gotta love it when they're I not never, wrong, you know? Yeah, I was, it's not, it's not a show, I mean, it's a show that in, that kind of, like, pricked my interest, but I was like, not something I would pick for myself. Um, but it's about this chef, this, like, um, James Beard award-winning chef who ends up having to come home and take charge of his uh, dead brother's, um, like, diner um, called The Beef and in Chicago. So and so, so many shots of Chicago. It's awesome. So if you were, like, a Chicago lover like me, then you would, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's awesome. Um and uh, the guy who plays the lead is just fantastic, and he's um, he it's it's very much uh, uh, like very fast paced because it's it's a kitchen and there's all the different personalities in the kitchen, and his cousin is like he's such an asshole, <laughs> um, and uh, it's great, it's fucking phenomenal, um, and it's so fast paced, and you if you like food and you're a foodie. If you like show, so it's like it's like watching the Food Network mixed with like uh, fucking Succession or something. I don't know. So um, hungry. It's good. Um, I would recommend. I'm excited to move on to the second season, which I heard is fucking brilliant. So, um, and the other thing I caught, um, our friend Ween suggested because I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I loved Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. And she's, you know, she said she watched the doc and so I put it on and it is really fascinating. So it's called Happy Happy Joy Joy the Ren and Stimpy story and it's free on Tubi right now. Um it's you you see the car Spock speak talking about seeing the car crash coming. Soon as there's a, there's a quote in here that I said, well, this is where it all went downhill right here because notoriously the creator and actually the guy who voiced Ren, John, they call him John K. I cannot remember how his last, how to pronounce his last name. Um, went off the fucking rails, Uh like genius. He's a fucking genius, but he went off the goddamn rails. Um, and to the point where he pushed Nickelodeon to be like, you're fired. You're out of here. We cannot deal with you anymore. Um, and, uh, then he ended up having relationships with underage girls. Okay. So, yeah, he's, um, a 
he's fucking brilliant, but not. He's a mess. So Gross. it's very good. It made me want to go back and watch Ben and Stimpy, which I guess is on all the seasons on Paramount. It's, oh. I mean, I think one of those ones, like you had to be into it or you didn't because it's. I had friends that were it, like, into it, but I was yeah. not allowed to watch that channel. So I can. Yeah. Cause it ended up being on, on MTV at some point, I believe. Yeah. That was yeah, blocked. And, on our uh, television. There were a couple episodes that were banned that, rightly so i know i've seen them but i'm like rightly so like today would never have flown but sure. you but they actually and they bring it up in the documentary it's 100 percent true we would not have all of the shows that we have today if it not for that show like we would not have spongebob if it wasn't for this show the d- the design is yeah they all everyone emulated it i believe it, it. A, yeah yeah so that's it okay cool um all right so what's coming up next uh we are continuing our i guess we're calling it a scoresly month um what we're doing next is mr fixer upper from lucy score and then uh so that album or that album that episode will come out on july 25th and uh then on august 8th we are reading um a book from both Lucy Score and Claire Kingsley called Whiskey Chaser. Um, that's all we have planned until November. So, yeah, we also have a page to screen coming. Oh, yes. So. Um, so if you've listened to the show for quite a while, you know that last year, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it? God, that feels long ago. Maybe it was two years ago. No, I don't think it was that long. Uh, I think it was November 30th, red, white, and royal blue of 2021. So it was the end of 2021. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lee joined right. us again for red, white, and royal blue from Casey McQueeston, McQueeston um, which, of course, is being made into a movie. So on Amazon Prime, that's coming out in August. August 11th. August 11th. All right. So that fits in pretty well in that uh, we will have Whiskey Chaser on the 8th. And then, um, God, what would that day be? 8 plus 7 is 15. Mm-hmm. So August 15th, then, we will have Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yep. And we are discussing how we're going to do it, but there will be definitely, like, audio version of it yeah um and lee is joining us i believe yep we have to work out the schedule but um yeah yay super stoked about that um cool always fun to have lee on the show absolutely i was happy when he joined us for b3 too it was super fun oh my god adore him just as a person in general as a human being yep you know I think people can just look at our show information and find all the places we're at. You know, I feel like they can. Um, it's it's fucking late and I'm tired. Um, right. I would just say go to our YouTube. We have we have uh, yep. videos on our YouTube. Yep. Please like and subscribe. Hit that like button. Smash that subscribe <laughs> Smash button. Smash that subscribe button. Um, yeah. Uh, so we are working on uh, coming up with like additional video content and stuff for mm-hmm. our patreon um 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to us. Um, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a, you know, sometimes you just don't know if the dishwasher is clean. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 I have a magnet. This is clean, dirty. Uh-huh. And the clean size is Betty White. And the <laughs> dirty yes. side is not. It's, it's, it's Blanche Devereaux, it, isn't it? It sure is. Fuck yeah. Um, YouTube keeps tra- recommending um, the Golden Girls uh, uh, <laughs> visiting Disney World for this <laughs> episode. I'm like, one, I didn't know that was a thing. Did not know that Very was a excited, thing. But, yep, two, we'll be watching it. One thousand percent. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How do we end things oh here? Oh my god! Just in the most obnoxious way possible. <sighs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're so fucking welcome. <laughs>